You're listening to Chewing the Fat On Demand. Ask a simple thing of a producer. That's all I ask. What do I get? Nothing. I'll find it myself. Oh, look. There it is. Amazingly, I use the internet. It's a wonderful thing. Hello. Welcome to Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Last night, Wednesday night, 14th of November, 2018. Huntsville, Texas. Robert Moreno Ramos. Lying Robert Moreno Ramos. What? Oh my gosh, don't go ahead, turn your mic on, tell me what. What's his name? Roberto Moreno Ramos. Okay, according to this American English story, <laughs> not from Mexico City, it's Robert Moreno Ramos. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, so. Uh, this is what you're, what you're telling me is that this is printed by white Americans. Absolutely. This story. Because it says Robert Moreno Ramos. What's Roberto his name? Roberto Moreno Ramos. Say it again. Roberto Moreno Ramos. Yeah. He was laying on a metallic gurney inside a death chamber of the Huntsville prison unit. Uh, another Texas uh, convict put to rest for this horrific crime. Now, this story talks about how he's gained weight. He gained weight in prison. He was treated so horribly on death row. Not a citizen. Been in there since 92. Come on. Okay. So, in his final statement. Roberto Moreno Ramos. Thank the Mexican's consulate for attempts to appeal his conviction and the humane treatment he received during his time on death row. You ain't lying to humane treatment. He's putting on the LBs on death row. That's an issue. I'm getting my gold watch that it took the governor 30 years to forge. He said, Lord, send me a chariot. I'm ready. So Roberto Moreno Ramos a Mexican national, was convicted of capital murder in 1993. I'm sorry. I apologize. I said he was in death row since 92. It was 93. Silly me. More than a year. I, I realized that he killed them in 92. Did you say that on the air or just in my ear? <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> You're pissing me off. That's again, I, I, Just a side note. The, we're in the middle of the Ramos story here. What's his name again? Roberto Moreno Ramos. Yeah. Uh, we're taking a pause from that for just a second. You, I don't know what your deal is today, Chris Cruz, but all right, back to the story about Roberto Moreno Ramos. Okay. He was convicted of capital murder in 1993. Now, I said he was in death row since 92. That's when he actually murdered the family. All right. Um, he murdered his wife and his two children. It's so sad. He murders his wife, he murders his two children. He buries them in the bathroom, under the bathroom floor. And then three days later, he marries his girlfriend. Then he moves back to the house. I mean, come on. They talk about a serious dirtbag. We're talking about 
Roberto Moreno Ramos. He was pronounced dead at 9.36 p.m. Central Time on the 14th of November, 2018. The execution, the 21st nationally, the 11th in Texas this year. We got still. We got to pick up a couple more. We're the front runners in this. We're going to continue on, and I'm not kidding. Continue on. This guy was in there since '93, and he's not even a citizen. And he's overweight. Now, one of my favorite things to do is to find out uh, their last meals, what their the death row inmates had uh, for their last meal. So, oh wow, I didn't know this. Texas uh, no longer allows special last meal requests. All right. So, Roberto Moreno Ramos was given the same food as others in his unit. So, for his last meal, he had, I'm sorry, for his last meal, Roberto Moreno Ramos had pepper steak, steamed rice, mixed greens, pinto beans, sliced bread, oven fried potatoes, country gravy with sausage, mixed fruit, biscuits, a choice of tea, punch, or water to drink. That's better than what I had. Come on. I mean, I don't want, let's be clear. I don't want to, you know, have to bury the family in the bathroom to get this kind of food. I'll get my own food. <laughs> okay. But you no kidding. I mean, he can't be the only one that's, uh, beefing out in the on death row right i mean they're all they're keeping them all just for maybe maybe they'll get diabetes and die early I, maybe that's got to be what they're thinking i don't know i mean that's pepper steak steamed rice mixed greens pinto beans sliced bread oven fried potatoes country gravy with sausage oh and just to, to throw in a little mixed fruit biscuits and a choice of tea punch or water to drink come on anyway that was his last meal so I hope the Lord brought Roberto Moreno Ramos his chariot because we put him to death in the great state of Texas last night, November, November 14th, 2018. Now, there's been argument around the country on why, you know, how we're killing people. And, you know, we've the electric chair, remember old Sparky in Florida, and I think Florida's uh, might have might be uh, cleaning up old Sparky, by the way. I, I, we got to look that up. Look, see if they see if they've actually um, uh, terminated someone's life with old Sparky recently. So it seems to me I saw a story where they were where they were cleaning up because the companies that are making the the drugs to kill kill them. The injections are saying they're not going to make it anymore because they don't want the prisons to use it to kill the prisoners. What? Just make your product. This, this guy killed his wife and two children, buried them in the bathroom, moved back in the house with another woman and lived there. Are you kidding me? And you don't want to make a, a you don't want to make, he was found guilty and finally admitted it. And you don't want to make the drug that's going to put him to death. Uh, no, just make your product, please. So it took about 11 minutes for the pentobarbital after it was administered to his body to kill him. Uh, I would say, and that's not even, he wasn't, there was no pain or suffering. Uh, they put in the injection, they keep the doctors around until he's completely dead. It's not like you strap him into old Sparky and juice it. 
What's the word on old Sparky? Was I right? Did they are they shining that back up again, or was that just talk? Uh, the, well, amazingly, the people listening on the podcast can't tell which way your head is shaking. If you turn the mic on, maybe they can hear the rocks moving around inside it, but we still don't know which way it's moving, whether it's moving no or yes motion. No, it's not being used, but you have 246 offenders waiting execution as of February 24th. In Florida. In Florida. Wow. And so was there, there's never had that. Where, where did I see that? I'm, all right. I'm just talking to Chris now because I know I saw a story about Old Sparky. Maybe they're just saying that they have so many people on death row that they need to. <laughs> Old Sparky was last used in 2000. Yeah. I was living there at the time. I remember the whole state went dark for a couple minutes. Stop. It was just a joke. The whole state. Don't look at me like, it did? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the execution chair made the entire state go dark. Yeah, that's what happened. <laughs> that's a big old powerful electric chair if that happens, man. The whole state going dark. We're going we're gonna to turn it on at 830. Darkness. Well, just come in. You know, don't worry about don't worry about a show going on. Sit down. All right, for those of you that watch and subscribe to my Instagram uh, channel, you know that uh, before the podcast, uh, chewing the fat every day, I uh, record a quick Instagram just to kind of promo the stories or have fun and goof off for a little bit just to promote the podcast. And earlier today, uh, I saw that uh, Stuber Gear had uh, logged on. To my Instagram feed. Well, as you know, I'm a huge supporter and a big fan. So uh, I wanted to tell you, you know, I was curious as to what you were talking about. I, I assumed it was something very important. And and mm-hmm. you found out that it was. Mm-hmm. But I was mm-hmm. reminded at the time that uh, you, uh, I saw that your automobile in the parking lot has been <laughs> filthy. Uh, and, uh, it's a little Dukes of Hazard looking. And at my, this Chris point. Cruz, my producer, said mm-hmm. that he was, you know, he doesn't have a relationship good enough with you to send a picture and say, hey, what's going on? Mm-hmm. But I was reminded of that. Uh, well, I do. And I did. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, you do have that relationship with me. It's not something that I want, but it is it is there. Yes. And uh, the reply was, uh, I made a wrong turn down well, a dirt road. There was. I a- mean, you just going where the GPS tells you? Well, there's a, I mean, the GPS was correct. I had a little incident. Um, and my car is it's black, so it's uh, it, the, the dirt shows up pretty well. Um, and I was driving back from, uh, from I don't know where I was going. I think I was going to the post office. And it was a place I'd never been before. And, and every post office in America is down a dirt well, road. No, it wasn't down a dirt road. But the way back, the, uh, the GPS gave me a route. And I, I pulled off, and it, and it directed me down this road. Now, as I started down the road... I realized that it was a dirt road. And as you know, here it's been uh, quite yeah. uh, rainy lately. Yeah. Um, so dirt roads, when they get water yeah. on them, Jeffy, uh, turn to mud. Huh. Okay, this huh. is, That's this what, is what happens with these roads. Oh, amazing. So uh, I, but I was like, well, I'll just go slow, right? Like what's, <laughs> what's going to happen? It can't be that big of a deal, right? It's like, it's not like I'm going into like a, a you know, a, I'm not going mud bogging here, right. right? Like it's, right. it's a, it's a normal road. I could see other like uh, cars and trucks driving down it. How bad could it be? Well, my car apparently not designed for off-roading. No, I don't uh, think it is. I don't think it is. In fact, it sits pretty low. It sits pretty low. Yeah. Uh, that's a good. That's a good observation. Um, and so I got about a quarter of the way down the road and realized it was not going to be a, a successful look, situation. Wasn't getting any better. 
But what do you do? Turn back and admit that you failed? I mean, absolutely no, you not. Going. You just power you through, going. as you know. <laughs> you just I mean, you're, going. you you were the first person to tell me, you know, when you are eating and you hit that wall of I'm full, you got to no. power through yeah, it. Never, never stop. You got to keep going. Yeah. You don't stop there. Thank you. Only, uh, you know, average people stop there. Yeah. You push through. <laughs> so I, put, <laughs> I decided to push through and I hit uh, several uh, large puddles. Um, I hit, now I was going, mind you, 15 miles an hour. I mean, I was aware how, how ridiculous it was that I was in this situation. I was going very slow. I, I kept it slow the whole time. I did get a lot of mud on yeah. my car. Um, and then I pulled back in thinking that no one would notice it. However, I've had several people uh, point <laughs> well, out to me. That's embarrassing. It, for, like, the I, who cares for the rest of my, us, it's embarrassing. Why does it matter if my like car is muddy? Because I usually park you know, a couple of spaces away. Right, which I've tried to change, obviously, uh, with the town, actually, not even just the company. I've... I'm trying to get a restraining a car restraining order, which they apparently don't have. And it's uh, that well, you need to fight for that. Bob. Yeah, that's a, it's embarrassing. I'll for be the talking rest to Ted Cruz about this and Greg Abbott. We're we'll trying to get this done. It is embarrassing for the rest of us to try to you know at least have some sort of semblance of cleanliness in our automobiles. <laughs> this isn't completely unfair. I, I will agree. So I realized this is a problem. Uh, you were, of course, one of the first people who contacted me because whenever anything. Uh, questionable happens. You're always in Thank line like to, to, to make it. it as difficult as possible. Uh, so I decided uh, yesterday to go to a car wash. Uh, so as 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 many would, they would put in. I opened up one of the map programs on my phone and just put in car wash. I don't know where a car wash is around here. I don't live around here. Uh, I know where the car wash is in my Dude, town. You live th- I know where car washes in my town, but I was we, at work and we I was need like, "Well, to it's lunchtime." Seriously, discuss you again. We need to back up for just a second. Okay. It's embarrassing again <laughs> that you need to have GPS for everywhere you go. Well, dude, look around a little bit where you're driving. Know where you're going. I don't do that. Um, <laughs> I don't. Technology is here for a reason. It's to guide us through life without effort. That is the that is That's the reason true. technology exists. That's true. So I um, I set car wash in my yeah. GPS. And it sent me to a wonderful neighborhood, uh, which is uh, nearby. Just down I, another it was, dirt it was very, road. It was, it, it was an interesting experience. Maybe a, almost like I traveled internationally. Uh, That's where Chris Cruz lives. Okay, okay, maybe <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> so I uh, I went to wherever I was going, um, and shockingly, the car wash was, of course, closed. closed. Uh, it was closed down, as if they wanted to never have any remembrance that it ever existed. <laughs> uh, so I could not go there. So I put in car wash again. And found the second closest car wash to me, which I went to. And remember, this is the day that it was like, you know, 30 degrees outside. Yeah, freezing. And I'm like, look, I, you know, I'll pull through. I'll get the thing washed off. Of course, this one was a do-it-yourself car wash. Now, you know the do-it-yourself car washes with like the wands yeah. and the brushes. That, first of all, that. you're getting wet. Second of all, you're getting cold. I'm not doing that. And I'm like, I'm not doing that. Um, and I, but then I was like, you know what? I'm here. I'll go for it. I go to the thing. The change machine, but I don't have any singles. I only oh, have Mr. a twenty. Mr. Big Bucks. No, I mean I have legitimately one Mr. twenty. Big. <laughs> it's not it's not big bucks, but I can't get change for it. So I get back in the car and I head back here because now it's like time to do whatever right. stupid show we're doing next. And uh, so I go home later on at night. And it's like eight o'clock at night. Pull into the gas up. station now where I'm going to get my car washed because I get a car, well, my car washed there all the time. They've closed the garage door, and I can't so get in there and either. Because it's so cold. Because it's so yeah. cold and windy. What idiot would wash their car on a day like that? <laughs> so now I'm on day like four of this, 
and you are not the first person to point well, it out. Well, there's. An, I just want to help you out. It might, it might be closed, but if you ever need a car wash in this neck of the woods again, quickly, mm-hmm. there's always the the mobile station right there by Chick Fil A. The only reason I know there's a car wash there is because it's right. It's opposite the drive-through of Chick Fil A. So if you go through the drive through okay. Chick Fil A over there, the gas station right. right next to Chick Fil A, that's a car wash, right? Is there. it okay? That's, that's a good, the only reason I know that because I've sat in Chick Fil A's drive through a couple of times. You know, getting food for people here in the building. Right. I was because you uh, have never eaten anything fried. We know that there's never been a fried chicken sandwich that you've you've just glommed down oh, your gullet. Oh my gosh, I don't no. even I don't even like that place. Yeah. But the, I figured that. But waiting in line, and they usually have the line go by pretty fast. Chick-fil-A's got that down, by the way. Mm-hmm. But you do sit there for a couple of minutes, and you oh, there's a car wash. Okay, so now I know across the street from the Chick-fil-A. No, just in the part next over, right over. Oh, you next door. You can okay, get Chick-fil-A, drive through, eat your Chick-fil-A right through the car wash. That's You're perfect. Good to go. <laughs> that's right. I'm surprised this is tied to a fast food restaurant for you. That's a, that's a stunning you development. Know what You're welcome. Uh, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, by the way, uh, on Thanksgiving week, uh, is it true that you will be coming in here and doing the show with me on Friday? I, I was told that uh, I was going to do the show, and then they said, we're not allowing you to do it alone. Uh, Stu's got to come in with you. No. So, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was told I was doing the show. I'm happy for you to do the show on Black Friday. I would much rather sit at home and stuff my fat mouth with leftovers. Yeah, no, it'll be fun. It'll be great. Uh, I'm yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. We can, uh, you know, we can do live shots. Oh, my gosh. Your car's already dirty. Don't wash it. We can do live shots from all the people standing in line. <laughs> I, I'm i fine with that, honestly, at this point. <laughs> I'm giving up on life at this point. Oh, so. no. I mean, I don't know. I, who That's cares? Wrong. Who cares if my car's dirty? What, what does that matter? It doesn't really matter. It really doesn't. It doesn't. And what happens is, see, now you don't get it washed. A couple days, everybody goes, That's Stu's car. Yeah, I kind of feel like now I just You're embrace it. I just lean into yes. it. Absolutely. I'm the dirty car guy. That's me. Doesn't matter. You're already, it's already it's already done. All right. Just, I'm in. Already, what happened? I don't know. He just keeps his car dirty like that all the time. I didn't realize you solved so many problems on this podcast. So that's what chewing the fat is. Uh, it is. It is. That's what we do. We solve people's mm. problems here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did have a comment, though. Uh, one comment I wanted to talk to you about a little yes. bit that I thought was uh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. The uh, Today on uh, the radio show, mm-hmm. uh, when you were uh, drawing a name. For uh, someone to come to the Mercury One Gala. Yes, uh, that went you, really well. You, you were, heard that? Uh, you were, I heard it. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. made sure I found a television screen. Yeah. <laughs> because did no, the world did not turn <laughs> away from that. Okay, so you went through two. Yes. But the question, so you went through two, and actually the third one uh, you were trying, you did never got an answer to, right? Never got right, of? yes, right, okay. I believe. So, uh, but they, I was asked a question on the Instagram uh, post today if Glenn ever did find anybody that actually wanted to come to the gala today. So I, I figured, out, yeah, let's do it, no? Uh, I would know. Um, no, actually, I don't know, and I don't care. I don't care if anyone comes at this point. I kept saying, it's like, well, we're doing a contest on the air. The point of this is to get people excited about coming and, like, donating for this car. Well, they both were excited. They Well, the first person was not excited at all. She was like, I thought she was going to fall asleep in the she middle of our conversation. She's going to a Hawaii trip. She's, She's going to a Hawaii trip. Who has an extra 100 bucks to dish out? For a raffle ticket when you're about right. to go on a Hawaii vacation. Ooh, Apparently, a uh, little little Miss Rich yeah. Pocketbook over here. Well, the state's on fire. I'm going to Hawaii. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, the second one was like, uh, yeah, I can't come. I think she was going to like, I think she had, there was a Denny's special. <laughs> she wanted to make sure she took part. I don't know. She, had, she didn't even have an excuse. No, and then I don't but even know what one, happened. She had come to one before, so she'd already right. experienced the fun. <laughs> right. Of, of She's being like, no, I do not need no, to come back. I do not need another day of that. Just let me win the car. I will say, um, I don't know if the third person came through or not. I said, I said so afterwards, good. I'm like, look, 
if we're doing a contest, can you check with them to see before we take them on the air? Can you check with them to see if they want to come? Why are we bringing them on the air if they don't want to come? Fantastic. Uh, apparently, apparently that was the normal way of doing things. So huh. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, huh. I will say there's a. You'll be there, right? Oh yes. Yeah. Maybe that's why people aren't coming. Maybe that's the reason. But I mean, you're gonna. I don't know. Maybe too, I, right? I. I'm gonna try to get there. I heard that you're being you're going to be there though, so I'm 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 fifty fifty on it. Uh, I mean, sure, we're helping sex slaves yeah, and yeah, get yeah. people escape from ISIS, but I don't really want to hang out with you. Do you, do you so, honestly think that? How, what, what's what's the over under uh-huh. on uh, body parts speech? Body parts. Oh, oh yeah, selling selling of body parts. This is one of Glenn's favorite topics at holiday parties. So good. Um, will he talk about selling? Now, this is true. At last year's Christmas party, yes, Glenn stopped the room. Now, remember, mind you, at the time, people are, are drinking, enjoying themselves, hanging out with their coworkers. Karaoke's just kicking off. There's people, so hammered good. people up there singing already, at horrible already, levels. Already. already happening. There's like one good singer in our company, Sarah Gonzalez. Outside of that, I don't think anyone can sing at all. And she's up there belting out songs. We got drunk people like you up there belting out songs. <laughs> and then Glenn stops. Hold on. I just want to talk to everybody. Body parts are being harvested. <laughs> <laughs> It was that bad. I want to wish everyone Merry Christmas, but they are stealing babies and selling <laughs> yeah. body parts. Yes. I think that glad that is not a topic so you cover good. in the holiday party speech. It was so good. And then the last time we had a Mercury One event here, just before he was getting ready to go speak, I told him, I'll give you 20 bucks. You mentioned baby parts. Oh. Did it work? Yeah. No. Ah, see, he now he knows. Yeah, now I know. He knows see, he laughed. He goes, nah. We got to stop mentioning these things in front of him. We just need to come and do the podcast here and talk about how he's mentioning body parts. <laughs> just wait for it to happen. Yeah, we can't make fun of him to his face on this because it, it ruins the joke. All right, Stupid Gear, we can see you uh, and hear you every day with Glenn Beck uh, on the Glenn Beck Radio program. And then uh, you, uh, you're doing your thing with uh, Sarah Gonzalez, the yeah. news, and who cares? What's I, uh, I blurt out non sequiturs on uh, the news and why it matters. The news and why it matters. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. That's right. How can I ever forget that? I, <laughs> it's kind of long. That's probably how. <laughs> see you, man. Thanks. All right. Since we were, uh, you know, talking about uh, Chick Fil A drive-through with uh, with Stuber Gear, I want to thank him for stopping by. Um, a lot of people don't like him. It, it reminded me of uh, the stories that I've had in the fat pile for a couple of days about uh, McDonald's, Chick Fil A, McDonald's, fast food. I mean, sorry, I'm just there right now, and I'm really hungry. And if someone could bring me an In and Out burger, it'd be nice. You don't need to even tell them don't worry about it, putting any of that uh, stuff on it. You know, like the stuff that they put on it, you know, like lettuce, tomato, onions, pickles, bougie sauce, none of that. It just bring me uh, an In-N-Out burger, double, uh, double burger, double cheese. I'll be fine. Thank you. Uh, just let the front, let the security guard up front know you're here for me with the In-N-Out burger. He'll know it's true and he'll send it on in. So it's right here in Urban, Texas, Mercury Studios. It's uh, Building 3. I don't remember the address. We'll just say it on the air. Why don't you just tell me in the ear? Just put it, turn on your mic and tell, give the address. 6301 Riverside Drive, Building 1, Irving, Texas, 75039. I love the zip code, too, 75039, because every time I hear it, it actually reminds me of 75309. <laughs> 
Same. That's how we're able to remember it. It drives me insane. And the first couple times when we first moved here and I had to give the address, I would, uh, you know, for a couple days after I wrote down the address or whatever, I'd be singing, Jenny, Jenny, who can I turn to? And I was thinking, well, how did I get that stupid song in my head? I wasn't at any, I wasn't at any clothing store that would have it on the Muzak system. I wasn't, at, you know, I wasn't at a Belks, I wasn't at a Coles, I wasn't at a J.C. Penny, and I, and then I realized it was writing down the stupid zip code of this place because the zip code is seven five zero three nine, but the song is seven five three zero nine nine. Anyway, the. Uh, <laughs> I don't, and I don't want to have an In-N-Out burger sent to me through the postal service. Don't think you're funny by sending me an In-N-Out burger through the mail. Ha 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 ha! Uh, I've already laughed real hard at that. Okay, don't do it. If it's not fresh and hot. In fact, how many times have you said that in your life? It's not fresh and hot. I don't want it. So police are uh, police are seeking a, a woman who pushed, punched, and choked the McDonald's manager because. She wanted ketchup. Amen. Amen. Police in Santa Ana, California say the assault took place. The assault. The assault from who? The McDonald's manager for not giving up ketchup? When the drive through customer entered the restaurant through an employee door and asked for the condiment. See, that's a problem. She went in the wrong door. All right. She just stayed at the window. You're already, you're already there. The woman attacked the manager after she was told she could not be in the building. Yeah, see, she entered, she should have just fought for it at the window. Footage shows other employees trying to help before a man who police believe was with the suspect ran into the restaurant and pulled the woman off the manager. The pair left. Okay, so the guy that's with the lady says, oh, no, I got to get her out of there. Comes in and pulls her off. A uh, couple problems with this story. Why was the door open? One of the employees just leaving it open to take the trash out at night. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's probably against policy. Uh, second, um, I understand though. All right, I am, I am, I am heartfelt with this lady over the problem with ketchup. I have dealt with fast food people at drive-throughs not giving you enough ketchup packets for the drive. And you have to say, I need a couple. What the trick is, at the drive-thru microphone, yeah, I need a couple extra ketchups. Then at the window, once they give you the bag, I need a couple extra ketchups. So you can watch them putting it in the bag. And then you can say, ooh, no, that's I need some more. And if that, then I've, that's where they, oh, that's all we can give you. Is it? Is it? Because you got that box right below you. Oh, my manager says I can only give so many. Get him. Where are they at? Get her. I don't care. Him or her. Doesn't matter. Get the manager. Let's talk to them right now. Because what you do at some of these places that you've already have a fight with, and you know who, and the biggest fight I had was with a Wendy's. One Wendy's I used to go to frequently. And they changed managers. And the manager thought that he was probably doing a big thing and saving money and making the store more money by lessening the packets of ketchup he gives away through the drive-thru. Which probably the store is getting charged full price, but you can guarantee Wendy's is not getting charged full price because they've got the deal with Heinz because Heinz puts the Heinz ketchup on the back of the packet, so they've got some kind of deal with them. Don't get me. I don't even get me started. Don't even get me started with that. So I understand the fight with that. 
But I'll tell you a way to get around it is if you and this does this does mean you have to go inside. But if you go inside and you're going to leave, you just go inside and you know a lot of places give you extra little cups for water or whatever. You just go to the ketchup dispenser and put ketchup in that and you're you're fine. Then you'd be you'd be okay. <laughs> but I understand the great frustration of dealing with fast food people that have their list. They're like crossing guards. They've got their little yellows, their little yellow jacket on, and they think they've got power. Drives me crazy. Just give me whatever ketchup, whatever mustard, whatever dipping sauce, whatever it is. Just give it to me. I'm a customer. Okay? I'll use it. I'll be back. Don't fight me over five different packets of ketchup. It's agonizing. All right, I might as well do one more McDonald's story. Because I've had this McDonald's story in my in the fat pile for uh, quite a while. And uh, it's, a, it's really a bad story, but it makes me laugh. Because a 19-year-old San Antonio uh, teen was sent home after being late to his first day. Uh, he was working at a local McDonald's, and uh, he, got, he arrived late, which doesn't, I mean, you, you just don't do that, right? It's your first day on the job. Someone, and I'm sure he may not have ever been told this. It might be his parents' fault, a parenting issue, but everyone knows that your first day on a job, whatever it is, you show up early. That's, that is, that's really a law that's not a law, right? That's an unwritten law. You just do. You just always show up your first day at a new job early. You just do. But apparently this kid didn't know this. So he showed up. Now, you never show up for work late and expect to keep the gig. But this kid showed up being late, and the manager was like, "Um, yeah, no, Um, you can't show up on time. We don't need you. I know it was your first day and all, but uh, we're done with you. Get out. So the kid leaves. Walks down the road, robs the next McDonald's down the road of 1500 bucks and takes off. <laughs> no, it may have been an issue. may have been a little bit of an issue. Probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, probably should have maybe worked it out with the kid. Uh, he's trying to probably do things right and then uh, screwed up a little bit and then uh, ended up having to rob the McDonald's down the road. Eh, maybe you should have shut up to work on time. You and me against the world. You and me against the world. That's not Roy Clark. Rest in peace, Roy Clark. Died 85 years of age. Now, I know many of you probably don't remember Roy. My grandfather used to play Roy Clark. <laughs> I loved Roy Clark. He was, I mean, it was great. He played every instrument. He was, I mean, he was on Hee Haw for a hundred years. He he was Hee Haw. Um, And, you know, if you watch my Instagram, I gave you a little bit of Hee Haw, Roy Clark. Uh, You know, I searched the world over, thought I found true love. You met another, you was gone. Where, where are you tonight? I love that. That's funny stuff. I also saw today where Wall Street Journal ranked the largest airports in the U.S., based on criteria like 
security line, wait times, restaurant quality, number of nonstop destinations. And here's their top 10. Top 10 airports in the country. Denver. Orlando. Phoenix. Atlanta. Dallas-Fort Worth. Las Vegas. Seattle-Tacoma. Charlotte. Los Angeles. Boston. Now, I've been to Orlando, Phoenix, Atlanta, DFW, Charlotte, Los Angeles. Six of the ten. I don't remember ever being in Boston. I know I haven't been to Seattle. I don't think we ever flew through Denver at all. In Las Vegas, I mean, sadly, I've never been to the Las Vegas airport. I know. Don't look at me like that. I know. I know. I got it. Okay? I like to drive into Vegas. Takes me through the desert. I like to drive in. Feels good. You drive. Oh, you you kidding me? You drive out of that desert into Vegas? It's one of the coolest things ever. Ever. But really, um, like I love Tampa. Tampa International is a beautiful airport. It's easy in, easy out. Uh, especially, I mean, it's access. I have not seen an airport that is uh, as easily accessed in and out and and plus flying in and out uh, than Tampa. I'm sorry, you just haven't. TIA is, uh, I think, is number one. It should be. It's pretty, and it, it, like Dallas-Fort Worth, they just got done remodeling it all. They was under construction for 100 years and it's they've made it better and easier to get in and out and uh, pick up people uh, and fly out. Uh, one of the things that's a little frustrating about DFW is as soon as you get close to the property, they charge you to get on it. You, there's no just driving in and dropping someone off and, and getting out. All right. There's no just driving in and picking someone else that just flew in up and getting out for free. That's kind of, I, I think that should be illegal, to be honest with you. I think it should be illegal. A lot of airport, like Tampa, gives you an hour to park for free, I think, maybe 30 minutes now. I'm not sure. But you can drive in and pick someone up that just landed and drive out for nothing. You know, after all, you've just collected a fee from the airline. You've collected a fee from all the restaurants. You've collected a fee from the person who paid the airline, and now you want, now uh, DFW wants to collect another fee from someone just driving on the property. That's a problem. That really ticks me off, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it out loud, really, really, really ticks me off. And they've made it easier. I know that they they'll say, "Well, it's for your safety." No, you can still make it so that I have to get in and out with a card. Or if it, I can go through uh, the, your security gates with my uh, toll pass. So you'll know you'll have record of me coming onto the property. It's the charging part that ticks me off. It's that whole, hey, you can't come to the airport and pick anyone up uh, without paying to drive on our roads. That's the thing that ticks me off. Orlando, eh, Phoenix. I had a rough time in Phoenix. I hate the Phoenix airport. Hey, Phoenix. Atlanta. I mean, who hasn't been stuck in Atlanta in America? If you float in America, you've been stuck in Atlanta. Uh, I was stuck in Charlotte a couple times in my life. 
<laughs> couple times in my life. Uh, L.A. You know, I've only been when I've flown into um, LAX and I've flown in and gotten picked up and flown out. I never had to really do it myself, so it seemed easy. I don't know that it actually was. It was just done by people that knew what they were doing. So that always makes life a little bit easier. Um, and I have a feeling, and this is just a feeling, that um, Boston isn't quite as nice as they think it is. It's very possible. Very possible. But I still think uh, Tampa is number one, and I'm really mad at Dallas-Fort Worth for charging me. You're listening to Chewing the Fat. Hey, subscribe, rate, review. Um, thank you very much. And follow me on Twitter, at JeffyMRA. Instagram, uh, Jeff Fisher Radio. Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. Don't forget we Instagram a pre-show show, show on saturated fat every day. Uh, just for a little bit of fun, give you a preview of what the show is going to be. And uh, yeah, that's it. I'm done. Thanks for listening. 